0: Welcome to the Battle of the Willamette podcast weekly update. Everybody loves the Ocho. God damn you guys, quit being nine balls.
1: Here, 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 here.
0: Welcome to the Diaz, season 10 of the Battle of the Willamette podcast. As always, I'm with my guys, CJ and Justin, Duck Cowboy and Badonka Bronx. We're going to get right into this. Let's kick it off with the first game. We're looking at Tony Triple Threat versus Electro. CJ, bring the house down.
1: Yeah, so Tony wins 177-104. to 104. Big win, kind of bounced back after his first loss last week. The league's first overall pick from this year's draft, Brees Hall, does 197 yards on 20 touches. So breakout game there. He looked good. Tony's triple threat had five players with over twenty points and forty plus points, and the best outing for his IDP squad led by Antoine Winfield with twenty one point five. Electro did have a lave; he led the way with eighteen point nine. But Herbert struggling, and his heavy hitting wide receivers having down days. It was all triple threat. Triple threat um, at the bounce back, like we talked about, um, and he's taken all. He's retaking first place in the West. Electro, four straight losses, very unusual, very surprising, but, you know, it's a tough West, Um, and he's won. Oh, yeah, I think there's still time to salvage this. What do you guys think?
2: Well, I think there probably is, but, I mean, honestly, I'll start this with the triple threat. We've been talking about the Lamar to Andrew's uh, hookup, and, you know, Lamar went for 15, a very conservative 15, and it was all these other players that went off. So shows that maybe he has a little more depth than we're giving him credit for. Um, triple threat. Maybe we just add a T to every W and, uh, what's he up to t, t T trip of T T T T we see how many T's he has by the end of this thing, because I think he's here to stay. Uh, still got a lot of fab, not really spinning the fab, uh, unless he's trying to, uh, to hustle it for, um, for IDP players, but, uh, you know, on the other hand, electrocutioner really, really poor output by, by the running backs and the tight ends. And that seems to be a theme. Uh, it feels like this year is that we talked about it a little bit before running backs are so hard to come by anyone that's really able to put up more than 15 points on a week by week basis and tight ends are even worse. So the people that have those, those three positions figured out um, are kind of rising to the top right now, but there'll be better days ahead for electro it sounded like he kind of threw in the towel a little bit he's given up um on his positioning in the west but he'll have some some better days ahead
0: last thing to say on that i heard uh the tony triple threat camp, camp say they were trying for the ocho t in a row it's no longer it's no longer it's no it's t or just hold it
2: or just a stuttering <laughs> tony
0: madam b loves a good stutter moving on <laughs> second game of the week we're going to just glaze over this one real quick hip hop apothemus versus your guy Badonka bronx cj feel free to make it quick
1: oh boy tight tight waiver hip hop 122 to 116 amari mm-hmm. cooper 12 targets seven for 76 and a touchdown awesome but mike williams you hung in there with him two weeks in a row 10 for 134 and a touchdown that's pretty big i will say this Mostert, if he can mm. stay healthy might be the guy in miami we'll see at 19.2 points by far my best guy um it was a monday night nightmare i uh you know juju was allegedly hurt and so I picked up MVS. decided to go with Juju because he got, you know, I figured he was up, didn't work. But you know what? Four <laughs> straight wins for hip hop. Um, must feel good to be hip hop. It must. And a, con- a big congrats
2: to hip hop. Um, I don't know, even in the championship run, if you started off four and one, we'll have to check the stats on that. But uh, four and one, really a nice start. Um, you bring up Mostert. And the irony of uh, all of the people in the league that know so much about everything, fantasy football related, uh, as we made it as we made a trade and knowing full well that Mostert was looking to be the lead back in that backfield right. And the grief that went around the Slack channel. And meanwhile, Williams, even as the starting back this last year or this last weekend, puts up a six burger uh, and, and, and hindsight, you know, what a trade it was for you. So thank you to all of the uh, professionals out there on the Slack. Maybe just keep it to yourself
1: next trade. Well, they, they have short memories. Um, a lot of people in this league, so, you know, with certain things. Yes, they do. And let's let's move on.
0: That was a, uh, that was a stressful Monday night similar to my uh, previous Sunday night against Hawk attack. Uh, Whew, it's three and six points. I uh, I don't I don't love the wins that way, but I'll take what I. Me get. neither.
1: Move I don't like on. the losses that way. I'd rather lose by you know hundred nine or something than to lose by six.
0: It's better to get blown out than make you think you got some hope until two minutes left.
1: Exactly.
0: I did say I will say this is a worn out joke, but I was putting some bad juju's out there Monday night. So <laughs> <move> on. <laughs> Moving on to game three of the <laughs> recap. Somebody, so this, this this matchup is definitely two sides of the coin on Slack. Somebody that was not around for Slack at all the week. And then someone that has reemerged with a lot to say with the two wins in a week or two we, two wins in a row. We're talking about our guy, Duck Cowboy versus IP and a disgusting GIF on Slack. CJ?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to say IP won this. I'm not going to give him what he thinks he deserves, but listen, Eckler, 199 yards on 20 carries and two touchdowns. That's huge. I think having Herbert kind of busted up is, they're really leaning on him in this game. Uh, Mahomes drops 35, four touchdowns, three of them to Travis Kelsey. Like, this is Gotta stop! You know this is this is madness in there. And Justin Jefferson, thirty points as well. It's his third thirty-point game of the week. All Duck Cowboy could do is throw Cooper Cup out there with a disgusting Rams offense and finds a way to get twenty-five points. Damian Pierce starting to break out, looking good. You know, I know that was a, a pick you weren't sure you wanted to do, but you went with it. IP though, as we end, as we get into week five, every. He he is leading every category butt kicker and or every starter except his kicker and his defensive line had um, double digits and all but three scored 19.6 or more. It was a old fashioned butt whooping and he leads scoring in total points, offense, IDP, tight end, DB, and is really starting to break away from a point standpoint. So congratulations to him. Only thing IP needs to worry about is himself. Um, How long do you think until he starts trading away his depth to get cute with different things and start thinking about the future um, so that when he gets to December, his team starts to fall apart?
2: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because (laughs) I'd much rather lose this game than the one that counts. And uh, for IP, we've seen it year in and year out. It always comes down to the one that counts and he's out. So I'm not going to spend too much uh, time or energy on this? I mean, for God's sakes, I was in the mountain. I couldn't even really set the line up the way that I wanted to. Not that I would have changed anything. It's just an excuse. Um, but uh, two thirty-nine. That's a lot of points. He's got two wins now, and that's more wins than he has in the playoffs. Because I think he
1: just has one. <laughs> if he, if we would have stayed at points per first down, but he had broken three hundred? I mean, it's absurd.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think at this point, he was equally, equaling one slack attack per point in the game over this last week. So we'll see if he can uh, match that output next week. Moving right along, game four, another heavy hitter. Our guy end zone against yeah. the guy.
1: He Enough, got me. It's another, it's another blowout. We don't need to go over that. But I think it's like Diggs and Allen. Once again, they got 79 points, 55 burger from Allen this week. I mean, what a what a performance. Um, and it was really all about Enzo's keepers. He started all of his keepers. I don't know if he starts his keepers every week, but he got 187 points from just his keepers. I mean, that is crazy. On the good news for He Got Me, it looks like Cook is starting to get on track. He looked better. The usage is there. Um, And you know what? The other things I could say to this is he got me. His acquisitions are paying off. He has the most points in trade so far. Um, He just needs his keepers to step up, which I think is coming.
2: No doubt. This is one of those games where he got me. It'll be better. And end zone just kind of keeps plugging away. What's impressive and also a little bit crazy about end zone is that things continue to happen. You know, Ken Walker. Uh, now is going to be the lead back going forward in Seattle. Um, And he picked up Geno Smith. Geno Smith put up 35 points on the bench. I mean, for a guy that's looking for a quarterback over here in Duck Cowboy, there's nothing I would ever do to trade or pick up Geno Smith off the waiver. And what a weird year (laughs) they're having in Seattle. Um, Shocked by that. Uh, Wilson Jr. on the bench as well uh, putting up some points. So end zone is solid right now and he's got some depth. Will he trade any of that away? We'll see. The offers are going to start coming.
1: Well, he I you know, he's he's one to hoard players. I don't you know, he's he likes to keep that depth. So he's not much into
2: trading. He also must have more bench spots than I do because he can get away with hoarding and dropping six players and adding six players every single week. So I don't know how
0: that's possible. Yeah. I feel like it's a uh, worn out tagline at this point, but somebody every week making it look easy. Right along. Next game, our guy products. Against the uh, villain or slash most deserving,
1: our guy Gore, CJ. All right, 146 to 122. There's a lot to unpack here. So listen, Chubb, another 134 yards, two touchdowns, but only only 25 points, which is kind of crazy. And then Stevenson has a huge 161 rush yards, 21 points. He had eight players in double digits. But Josh Jacobs on Monday night, had 153 yards, no touchdowns, but gets five receptions, 39 yards, and has 30 points. It's just it just tells you a lot. Like there's so much, you know, like these players. And then you look at Kamara, no touchdowns, no touchdowns as well. But he had 29 touches, six receptions. He has two of his touchdowns vultured by Taysom Hill. Don't get me started on that. And only 23 points. So that's pretty crazy. And Gore, he loses this by 24, zero points from his tight end, zero points from his flex. Um, it's kind of crazy. But this matchup emphasizes the importance of receptions for running backs. You know, Chubb has two touchdowns and still scores about the same based on those guys that have receptions. Kind of crazy to see. Definitely agree.
2: Uh, the running back situation is something that everyone's trying to figure out, uh, especially ProDucks. He's just hoarding them. I think he's got Chubb. <laughs> stevenson harris pollard eno benjamin rashad rashad penny and samaj p ryan how, how many running backs is that meanwhile everyone else in the league is just searching waivers trying to trade with people whatever and this guy's over there hoarding so maybe products know something we don't know um this was a big win for products score. uh doesn't hurt him too much. It's a down week. Is uh, always tough to go zero zero in a lineup and lose by twenty two. Uh, better days ahead for our guy Gore. He wins this one most of the time. Uh, and Pro, give up some of those RBs, buddy.
1: And there's been no trades in the last two weeks. There wasn't one last week, and there hasn't been one yet this week. I like guess it it's been two weeks since the last trade, but things are quieting down. People are starting to board, I guess, which is unusual for this league. Well, the other thing, though, is I feel like
0: trades come in waves. I feel like someone gets a trade out there, and then everyone else gets a little itch, and then there's seven or eight in a row that really moves the needle out there. But was I wrong, or did Gore not draft a tight end early?
1: <laughs> yeah, but he, he got Schultz, who then was hurt. Pitts was already on his roster, and... Uh, what a mess what a mess that's why you don't get cute with those tight end picks early.
0: you know yeah that's what you that's a that's a ninth and twelfth round if you're picking up three tight ends i'll tell you how to do it so i will
1: say we'll say one last thing sorry bud about the trading trading. so i put out a few trades and sometimes they get responded to properly other times i get like visuals and stuff not even listening to a an offer and just sending pictures of things with you know cards or whatever saying i'm why they like this guy and i'm like i was just asking um and then somebody i think people feel like i have so many first rounders that i am obligated to give them Mm -hmm. a crap load of them for players that aren't worth that and that's very annoying too so beware out there league it's not good you're 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 burning bridges
2: Burning bridges and play the game, and and not and don't try and play the player that you're you're, you're trying to trade yeah. with. I just think that it. I agree with you. It happens so often, and and just be courteous. I sent a trade offer to, um, you know a, a a league mate this this morning, and the response was it's a fair trade, but I'm just not interested in doing it right now. Check back in with me later. Those are the ways that trading should happen. Um, I went along with my day. Uh, there's, there's, there's a number of others that have gone differently. So, you know who you yeah, are, I, you bastards.
1: Yeah. And I, I do, I like the, the guys that will say no, right. They're sort of like, you know what? I really like this guy right now. I'm, I'm sticking with them. And I, I respect that, you know, and and sometimes are like, no, but what do you, what do you want to offer? You throw an offer out there. That's pretty good. And then they want to add in a bunch of other stuff. It's just absurd. It's like, if you don't want him, just say you don't want him. Don't drive up the price to the point where it's insulting to me. And then, you know, I won't do it. Like, that's insane. Yeah, we both have full-time jobs,
2: families, and lives. Let's just kind of figure it out within the next 10 minutes, one way or another, if there's an opportunity or not, and let's move on with our days.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Or, Or an acceptable answer is, from what I've heard from friends is let me get back to you by the end of the day because you don't know who this person is and they want all your picks. I mean, that's what someone in another league was talking to me about. And I was like, well, I guess that's one way to do it. And then you get back to them at the end of the day after you looked at fantasy pros and understand whether or not it is a good trade or not. I mean, hypothetical.
1: That's fair. But that's fair. That's actually managing expectations. That's not like an open-ended thing later and then people are like don't make me bid against myself all right that's insulting to me so anyway. also
0: cj the reason no trades have gone through in the last week is because everybody is dming me about stuff and i just put a plus 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 and send it back with no message <laughs> in it. let's kick off the last game of the week that we're going to talk about another barn oh burner. looking at hawk attack versus our new guy slumlord, okay. CJ?
1: Well, another tight one. We had some tight ones and we had some blowouts, but this one, you know, 142 to 136, pretty simple. Gabe Davis, three receptions, 174, 771 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns. That's really the only reason. I mean, you could say Carlson's 19 points as the kicker for HockeyTech did it, but I mean, <laughs> That's, I mean, Slumlord had his, you know, Devante and or Devonta and Hollywood showed up, but otherwise, this game was really just a few big plays, and that was it. Like there, wasn't, there wasn't a ton happening, right? Like I think it was just one of those days for both teams. You know, we, we we're all, I think mean, a few teams had that this week. But Hawk Attack officially leads the way in kicking. Don't freak out, bud. Um, and he also leads points in waiver wire. So good job, Hawk Attack. He's working the waiver wire. And Slumlord continues to have the most points from the draft. That's about all I got highlight-wise on this, because that Gabe Davis, those two touchdowns, that's what sealed the deal. So, Still the most from the
2: draft, huh? Yep. Well, I feel like that'll be eclipsed at some point. I don't know what the numbers really are. Um, I can pull it up. Slumlord took, a, you know, obviously a a rough week last week. I was out of town. I didn't get to react to it. But for Javante to go down um, for the year was tough. And so he kind of backfills it with Sanders. Um, you know, 136, it's funny how last year was very different, but this year I've had a couple of games where I'm thinking 136, 140 might get it done. Um, <laughs> and it just about, just about got it done, uh, this week. And we all watched uh Hawk attack root on, um, that ugly kind of skeletor looking kicker of his and what a script that that could have been for Hawk Attack. He didn't even have to worry after the first you know quarter and a half because Carlson's nice. out there just kicking fifty yarders. <laughs> 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 that never happens when you're grinding over your kicker all no, one when you, day. <laughs>
1: when you're, your kicker's what you're relying on, never a good thing. But here's the here's the point. Here's the top three in points from the draft. So. Slumlord has 319 or 44% of his points come from the draft. Gore has 282 or 40%. And Duck Cowboy is 212 or 28% of your points. Yeah. So that's the top three right there. I
2: mean, it can tell a couple of different stories. One, it means that your keepers weren't as strong. So
1: you're starting a lot of people in your draft. But uh... Well, Slumlord does have the second worst set of keepers. Mm-hmm. So the, actually what's interesting right now, he got me is third to last so 297 or 40%. Slumlords at two ninety seven or forty percent. Slum Lords at two seventy seven or thirty eight percent. Hock attacks at one fifty five with twenty five percent of his points coming from his keepers.
0: Let's get statistical on a weekly recap. I like it.
1: The more you know, the <laughs> more you back. know.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I know. Uh, I know. Justin was out of town this week, so we don't have a. Uh who sucked for the waiver wire and who dropped the best nuts or whatever. So we'll bring that <laughs> next week. Or what well, do you got, Justin? I don't know.
2: We could still just continue to look at products as uh, 97 that he spent because as I'm tracking it, I think that his lovely rookie wide receiver for the jets had all of like, if, if you spend that much, are you starting him or are you just, you know leave him on the bench and see if he heats up i think he had somewhere in the neighborhood well here of, i
1: can tell you so the first week that was last week he got him a solid 6 points um just 6.1 and then last week 5. uh 5.7 5.
2: Yeah, on 7. the bench no. on the bench yeah well you can't put him out after the 6.1 so we <laughs> thought that the point point per fab dollar would be going up it's it's struggling. It's a little bit like the economy it's, right now.
1: It's the same because he's still at six <laughs> points. Because <laughs> you can't count bench points, even getting anything from that. Might start
2: giving him bench points. But going into tonight, I know there's going to be some people that the chatter's already out there on Taysom Hill. We're going to see some people shoot their load and all for not, my
1: prediction. I, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. That's... well i was listening so i was listening to one i was listening to a podcast today and we were talking about the the top you know waiver wire or whatever and he got hand it to our league one thing about this league there's never any there's never 12 of us surprised that somebody's finally had a breakout like almost all the players are on somebody's roster you know they may be on their bench or whatever but for sure i'd say 90 percent of these great waiver wire ads each week are already taken. (laughs) They're already on someone's roster.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fools gold out there when you're looking for that uh, running back three to, to plug a hole just in case. And it's like, who, who is this guy is I gotta, I want to text one of my boys. Like, do you, have you, do you know this name? Is this, is this a big one? Also. I only have one gripe about this. Why does Gainwell on my squad who hasn't done jack shit still putting up an estimated 17 to 20 points a week and he's averaging one? Like where and who and Yahoo can we put an algorithm behind this? So I'm not thinking I got something better than I do. Just it's maddening.
1: Is Madden. he on special teams? Is he on special teams?
0: I don't know. He is a special player on the.
1: I know. And I, I, that was the only thing that I saw on your roster. Lately. I was like, what's he doing with Gamewell? I guess maybe there's something. I don't know. I, you know well, I, I do, don't know.
0: Sadly enough, I did go back and read some articles about the preseason, and they were really saying that he was really showing up and was going to make some real big strides. But I'm like, You'd think after five games of nothing that they would realize that they can't just keep jacking up those inflated points for someone. Yeah,
1: I yeah, you're right, because I hung in there with Game World last year for a while, you know. But I,
2: I see and I'm looking it up right now, I see zero return <laughs> yards
0: on here forever. <laughs> okay, so-,
1: so it's not special teams, and I wonder what it is. That is seems like a lot.
0: So I, I did read an article that said if you were getting points for how fast he could run down on the kickoff to run through the end zone, <laughs> real high. But for actual, like catching the ball and running it, those things, not as much. So Makes I think I was, at, I was looking at the wrong stats. Do we want to take a peek at next week or we want to end this thing?
1: Oh, yeah. Who do we got next week? Um, I had I had one suggestion on a matchup. And my suggestion on the game of the week would be hip hop against triple threat. I, d- oh. Justin, I don't want to interrupt you, but I did,
0: I did mean to throw out a disclaimer when we were talking about the new Ocho Tio. However, we're going to say that. <laughs> I want to rescind my offer as his nemesis seeing Ooh. as he is crushing everyone <laughs> but i don't i don't want to poke the bear i don't want to make fun of miss b i don't want to crystal ball it. i'm just a little nervous but i'm excited for yeah. a game of the week yeah
1: yeah i think game of the week there I, it think is, it's I think it's
2: definitely the game of the week i'm looking at all the other ones but what should be pointed out is we're uh we're going across the division and yep. this is where some of the you know the bragging rights start. Um, it's also some of those times where it's like, all right, I need to pick off a win or two over in this other division. It's kind of a given, and uh, and then just just to get some some wins uh, in you know uh, in in the in the win column in your division. So that's how I'm thinking. This one right here, though, triple threat and uh, and hip hop is a good one. I don't know who I'm going to pick yet. That's, I don't hey, know either. I have to look closer. Save, at
0: it. It. save it. Don't spoil it. Save it for pick them. It was a sure joy to be on the show last week. It was a lot of fun crossing. over. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Way to represent.
0: Yep. Doing what I can. Yeah. Well game of the week coming at you next week. I'm excited. I'm a, I'm a reset, unset, reset the lineup. I know Tony's not going to pick any one up on waivers. He's not going to change his starters.
1: Not I don't gonna, know why. I don't know two. why he wouldn't. Why would he? I mean he's had two, he's picked up two, he's had two transactions, spent no fab, and still has DJ Shark on his bench.
2: So, you know, it's working. Yeah. He doesn't right. need Taysom Hill. He's got a he has a quarterback and tight end.
1: By weeks are gonna kill Tony. That's right. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was just thinking, I was like,
0: man, whoever plays Tony on that bye week, that some bitch is lucky.
1: Yeah, seriously. I hope I 80% of, that. 80% of his points
0: gone.
1: I know, I, I he'll still beat me, but it's like at least <laughs> I feel like I'll be in the game if I play him on the on Baltimore's bye week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love
1: it.
0: Damn it. All right. From the Thanks, guys. Lampage.
1: You guys you guys uh cheer me up. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate yeah. it. Put a smile
0: on your face, Kamish. That's what we're trying to do here in the weekly. That's Re- right.
1: Way to go, guys. Way to go.
0: All right. Until next week, the Battle of Lamet and the DS. We will see you guys then. Peace out and good luck. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.